Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I hope you're already cooking, getting ready to cook those turkeys and do whatever you do to celebrate your holiday season. Uh, I want to first wish a happy Thanksgiving to all of my listeners. Your support has been phenomenal, and I really appreciate you helping me make a difference in the lives of people with disabilities. But, oh, just how appropriate that this week my guest would be Dr. Milani, the CEO of Highmark, the company that really, if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be on the air talking to you right now because it is they who stood behind me from the beginning of time. And that is why, what a perfect week to say thank you, in my opinion, to a company that has set the high mark for everyone else to follow. And let me tell you, not only is it an honor to have the president and CEO on today from, in my opinion, one of the greatest companies in the United States, but I also want to remind you that Highmark was the recipient of the New Freedom Initiative Award presented from the Bush administration just this October 26, 2006, for their great, tremendous work in employing Americans with disabilities. Dr. Milani, Dr. Kenneth Milani, President and CEO and Tony Quello Award winner, welcome to the show. Well, Joyce, it's good to be here again. Well, it's good to have you on again. And as you know, any of you listening to the show today, if you go to my website, www.benderconsult.com, and then go to radio show, you can hear any of the old shows, and you can hear Dr. Kenneth Milani on with Tony Quello when he won a couple years ago the Tony Quello Award. So, Dr. Milani, I was so excited that Highmark won this award. I think I was probably as excited as anyone who works at Highmark. And as I mentioned, the New Freedom Initiative Award is given to a company for the work they've done employing people with disabilities and is a very prestigious national award. What did you think, Dr. Milani, when you heard you were the recipient of this award? Well, Joyce, first of all, we were uh, very surprised and very excited about being named the recipient of this year's award. Uh, you know, for us, it uh, really exemplifies, uh, I think, the fact that uh, as a company we put a lot of effort into making sure we have a diverse and inclusive workforce, and we're very proud of the work we do with people with disabilities. And it's certainly receiving this award, which is a reflection of the President of the United States, George Bush, and his New Freedom Initiative means a lot to us. Uh, it puts us in the company, I think, of a lot of great organizations like Microsoft, Bank of America, you know, Merck, IBM, Hewlett Packard, Singular, all those companies who previously won the New Freedom Initiative Award, and uh, we're very proud of that. As I said, it really to us validates what we've built here at Highmark over the last years uh, in a culture that's inclusive, and it's a culture in our company that we think makes us a great place to work. And I would certainly agree with that. And, and for those of you listening to this show, let me tell you, I we all know that we see companies receive this award uh, or annual national award for employing people with disabilities. And how often do I sit back with various disability leaders and we say, why did they get this award? You know, they want, what did they do? Hire two people three years ago. 
this company has been hiring people with disabilities ongoing for over a decade. That's number one. And the number two is I'm very blessed that I know Ken Milani as a friend. And let me tell you what, his heart and soul has been in helping children with disabilities for a long time, so they really do walk the talk. And you know, um, Dr. Milani, that President Bush wants this new Freedom Initiative Award. He wants to recognize companies that have made a difference. That's the whole purpose of this. He, he felt that if he could highlight companies by giving them this national attention, and forever they will be, you will be regarded as the new Freedom Initiative Award winner, that it would impact other companies, you know, that other companies would start mm-hmm. saying, why don't we do this? And unfortunately they don't. Even Senator Bob Dole, when he spoke with me only a month ago at the BLN conference in Minnesota, started his speech by saying, I can't believe we're going backwards in the area of employment of people with disabilities, but we are. So my question to you, why do you think Highmark has been so successful and has received this award in this area of employing people with disabilities when so many other companies have not been able to? Well, I think it's a number of factors, Joyce. Uh, We've been in existence for 70 years now, and and Highmark itself was formed 10 years ago through the merger of Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania Blue Shield. And and throughout our history, we have always... uh, tried to be an organization that recognized the diversity of the population. I mean, 70 years ago, it was ethnicity that was the issue of diversity. Then it became racial diversity. And then during our merger, cultural diversity. And more recently, we've recognized that diversity includes everybody, and it's both people, including people with cognitive and physical barriers to employment. And so we've really worked hard in our corporation to make people understand that, you know, it's an organization from a mission standpoint that has to serve the broad marketplace, and that's all people, and meaning people with all sorts of differences uh, around all those facets that I talked about. And so we've ingrained that into our culture, and we've gotten people to understand that to be a successful organization and to fulfill our mission, we need to serve a diverse population, and we need to be a diverse population in our employee base. And I think we've been very good at doing that, frankly. Uh, this commitment from the leadership is across the board. Uh, okay, well, we have a listener here from Kansas, a Melissa, and her question is, Dr. Milani, first of all, congratulations on your company winning the New Freedom Initiative Award. I wonder, do you feel that if you did not have a really dynamic team at all levels, would it be possible to achieve a goal like this, even if you yourself wanted to make it happen? Oh no, I don't think I don't think a single individual in a company makes anything happen. I think it uh, it's an issue that has to be embraced at the top by the CEO, but it takes the entire workforce to to make it happen and to win the new Freedom Award uh, initiative award. I mean, it, it certainly says that all of our employees uh, are. Engaged, and it's because of them that we've received this award. Uh, so again, you know, we're just proud of the fact that, as a, as an organization, employee wide, and and that includes you know people with uh, with disabilities who are here being able to accept other people from a diverse standpoint and inclusive standpoint. We all recognize how important that is, and how we can work together and uh, be a good uh, organization. So. It, it's it's everyone in the company, not not just a single individual that made this happen. 
And, you know, that's a good point, what you just stressed there, about people with disabilities also will have to accept all other people, not just other diverse groups, but even other people with other types of disabilities. That's where I think you have been so successful at Highmark, because you have people all different disabilities, not just one, you know, and, and, and that really, to me, is so important, you know, for it to be successful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, now, you were just saying it doesn't happen from just one person, but for those of you listening to this show, and I agree with that, it, it, it can't be just one person. Uh, but in my case, Bender Consulting Services, we have found that we have been more successful when we have, of course, the commitment from the top. And and for those of you listening, if you don't know this Highmark story, it started with Bill Lowry 11 years ago. You know, when I asked he and Keith Kapmeyer if they would stand behind me, I had an idea, I had this dream, you know, I wanted to start this company and hire people with disabilities, and it took Highmark like one day to think about it. You know, they went out and took a risk when really... No one was doing this. It was only a few years after the ADA. And then when uh, Bill Lowry retired, he took me to lunch to meet John Browse and Jim Klingensmith and said, you know, we want to keep this going. And they did, and they took it to another level. And then when John Browse retired, I went to have breakfast with he and Ken Milani, but Ken Milani said, you don't have to tell me. I already know about this because, of course, he had been with Highmark for years and really was always supportive of this. But in my case, it does make a big difference when you have this commitment from the top. Why do you think that is, Dr. Milani? Well, as I said, Joyce, I think you know, everyone has to be committed, but, it, but you certainly have to support it and be totally committed when you're the CEO of the company. And I think part of it is that it starts in most organizations with the fact that uh, employees have a fear of taking risk. And, and they're afraid that when they take certain risks that they may fail and they may not achieve their goals and objectives. And that's understandable. And so what happens is there's this stigma about hiring people with disabilities and the thought that they may not perform as well as those people who don't have disabilities. And so people are afraid to take that risk. And I think as a CEO, you've got to stand up and say, look, you know, first of all, that's unfounded and we're going to take the risk. And we're going to prove that those things are unfounded, and we're going to accept that. And and let's get out there, let's make it happen, and let's find out that we're wrong, and uh, let's prove that to others in the marketplace. And and that's what happened here. Our our CEO Bill Lowry basically said, you know, I believe this is the right thing to do. I believe it'll make us a better company, and I'm going to stand up and take the risk. And you all can be free of having to worry about that. Now let's get on with it. And I think that's what did it here. You know, that is a really good point you just made. You can have so many great people in a company, but if they're nervous about doing something like this, then, you know, when they hear someone like you or, or any CEO stepping forward, that takes away that, that fear of trying. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that that is so wonderful. Um, okay, we have a, another question here from a Frank in Florida. Uh, congratulations, Dr. Milani. It is wonderful that your company is doing something when no one else seems to be. I know there are other New Freedom Initiative award winners, but why is it that such a small group when there are thousands and thousands of companies in the United States? Why are so few moving forward? Oh, I, I still believe it's a cultural issue with uh, with organizations and the fact that they have a misconception 
of uh, individuals uh, with uh, disabilities in in how they can actually perform in the workforce and how they can be accepted in the workforce and and things like you know what does it take to accommodate them in the workforce and is this going to affect my bottom line negatively and the answer is absolutely not it's going to affect your bottom line and your top line positively but you know again there's a stigma that people still have that we've not overcome in 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 America related to employing people with disabilities and the fact that they're able not disabled that's where i think it is mhm yeah, I, I think that we need more people to put ability first and not just look at the disability but at the whole person. I agree completely. But right now we're going to go to break for a minute and then we'll be right back with national champion Highmark and CEO and president Dr. Kenneth Milani making a real difference in the United States. You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and Free Your Mind. Open your heart and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. We're talking to Dr. Kenneth Milani, President and CEO of Highmark and Recent. New Freedom Initiative Award winner. And we have a caller on the line. Andy, are you on the line? 
Yes, I am, Joyce. Andy, happy Thanksgiving to you. Same to you. Very nice to hear from you. And for the, for all of you listeners, what an honor it always is when we hear from Andy Imperato. Andy, do you have a question for Dr. Milani? Well, I really was just calling to congratulate both Dr. Milani and Highmark on the award and really to congratulate you too, Joyce, and Bender Consulting Services for the role that you've played with Highmark. I really feel like the partnership that you all have created is making a real difference for employees with disabilities. And, you know, when we go around the country talking to other employers, we're always pointing to, you know, these kinds of partnerships as how to really change the employment numbers for people with significant disabilities. So, Dr. Milani, you should be very proud of the award and your leadership role, and uh, I'm really glad that it was recognized by the Department of Labor. Well, Andy, thank you very much, and I think you're right on. I think, as Joyce pointed out, Joyce came to us with the idea, and Joyce helped us to understand uh, you know where we were falling short as an organization, and this partnership has been great for both of us. And I don't think we'd be where we are today. We never would have gotten this award without uh, Joyce's influence and input, you know, ten years ago. So, I want to recognize that. Well, thank you very much to both of you, Andy. Um, I wanted to just mention, as you are a national leader in this company and the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities. You know, why do you think that we're having this problem in the area of employment? I, I mentioned before you joined how Senator Dole, when he spoke at the BLN, started by saying we're going backwards. What, what do you think about that? Well, you know, it's, I, I feel like it's kind of like a tale of two cities, the best of times and the worst of times. I mean, we do have situations like the federal government where it is clear that the numbers for employment of people with significant disabilities are moving in the wrong direction, although I'm excited that the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission under Christine Griffin's leadership is really trying to address that problem. But I do feel like there's more and more interest in the corporate world in the disability community as a market, both for talent and a market for customers. So I'm, I'm still optimistic that we're turning a corner on this, and I, I feel like one of the things that has to happen is companies at the CEO level really need to set some goals and benchmark their performance in this area like they do in other areas. And I really do feel like Highmark is leading the way, but I'm optimistic that we're going to see more and more companies following their lead. Yes, and, you know, before you called in, that was one of the things we talked about, uh, how how important it is when the commitment comes from the top level, from the CEO level. And I know that you have seen that also in the work you've done. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And, I, again, Joyce, I think you're demonstrating how to do that, how to build those partnerships at the CEO level, and it's getting results. So clearly there's a, a great case study in terms of the companies that you're working with. Well, Andy, thank you very much for calling in. And you know this is Andy Imperato, great friend and leader of AAPD, www.aapd.com, that I'm proud to be affiliated with and on the board of. Andy, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and keep keep leading for us. We need you in this country. Thank you, Joyce. Same to both of you and all of your listeners. Thanks, Andy. See you, Andy. And, you know, Dr. Milani, as you can see, you know, I know sometimes it's hard to imagine how much attention Highmark is getting nationally. You know, Andy Imperato being the CEO of AAPD, which is 
you know, where every senator and congressman go when there's any disability-related issue. You know, Andy's always at the, at the Capitol. He's always, you know, chosen to go on TV to represent the disability community. And sometimes, you know, it must be amazing to realize, unfortunately, that, you know, Highmark is noticed so much because there aren't more people doing it. Isn't that amazing to you? Uh, yeah, I think it's it hasn't quite sunk in yet. <laughs> we we do appreciate it, but uh, you know I think our the, the pride we take most is just you know, inside the building with the people, and the awards are great. I mean, don't get me wrong, we we appreciate the recognition and the awards externally, but you know we're benefiting from all this. So I mean, our business is better. We have more customers. We're making money. So you know, we're benefiting from the activity. And uh, you know the awards, I guess, are, are nice to have. But I got to tell you, it's it's not something we do for an award. We do it for business purposes, and it's working. Yeah, and and it is the truth. And I want to tell you something about Dr. Kenneth Milani. He said to me, you know, uh, over a year ago, he said, you know, Joyce, we do so much work at Highmark in information technology, which we do under Tom Tabor, who's also wonderful to work with your chief information officer, and but you know what? We need to do this everywhere. And under his leadership, we have been working all across the board at Highmark. I mean, I've never seen a company like this where so many people just call on their own. That's what really makes it great when that culture exists where people, you know, it's not me going begging them. It's them calling me. And uh, a question I have for you, Dr. Milani, is that do you think – that it takes years for something like that to occur? I mean, you know, what do you think about that? No, I, I, I mean, I think it's, it's a culture that, you know, uh, <clears throat> really becomes ingrained in an organization, but it doesn't take years to you know, begin to understand why it's important to do this and what benefit you derive. What takes years and what continues to go on is getting you to be a better and better company every single year. You're, you're never where you ultimately need to be. Any organization that thinks it's where it needs to be is an organization that's going to be extinct at some point in time. And so for us, even though we've gotten these awards and, and accolades, we still don't believe we're where we need to be. The, the, the market's changing every day. Every day our population's changing. And you've got to look out with a crystal ball to see what your market's going to be like five, ten years out. And those are the people you're going to be developing products for. Those are the people you're going to be serving. And those are the people you want in your company to help you do those things. And so for me, it's about the business. And if you just understand that it's about running your business to be a winner in the marketplace and to serve your customers well and have products they need and want, you know, it's an easy thing to do. And, and so, you know, we just keep working on it and working on it. And we work with uh, uh, our staff. We provide a huge amount of training to our management staff and to our work teams. And it's amazing how our people have, have embraced these training initiatives, specifically around you know, working with people with disabilities and how to include them in the workforce. It, we had a, a course here not long ago where we uh, were teaching sign language to uh, our, uh, our employees, and we thought we'd get about 20 to 40 people at the session we had. We had 900 people sign up. <laughs> For the session. 900. Oh, my goodness. So, you know what? I'm not surprised enough. You knew Highmark. This would not surprise you because let me just tell you, when you go into the buildings, you're going to see people who are deaf, blind, in wheelchairs, a lot of people. And many of the Highmark 
people, you know, have been learning sign language. It's amazing how many of them, you know, have picked up sign language. And by the way, these people are not being employed just in one area. They're being employed in IT, finance, business administration, really across the board in very competitive areas. And Dr. Milani, as you alluded to before, the reason for this award is we have an unemployment rate for Americans with significant disabilities at almost 60%, and yet people are afraid to hire people. As you mentioned before, your opinion, you think that's mainly because of their lack of education and how they feel about people then? Well, I, I, I think it's a fear. I, I think that uh, uh, there's all sorts of fears. First of all, I think they fear that, that they're not going to get the productivity they need. I think they fear they're not going to get the quality in the work they need. I think they fear that there's going to be increased absenteeism because these people have, quote, a disability and will need to go to the hospital or the doctor more often. I think there's a fear that it's going to disrupt the other employees and what's going on in the workforce, that, uh, you know, people will, will be diverted from attention to their other work because there's someone with a disability sitting next to them. And lo and behold, what if they have a seizure at work? And then, you know, the cost to accommodate them. I think there's the fear that it's going to be costly to accommodate these people. And you, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And, and all these things are, are unjustified fears. You know, you, when you, when you begin to embrace having diverse workforce and you find out what it takes to have someone with disabilities working in your workforce, you find out that these things are wrong, that, that productivity is actually better, that the quality of work isn't, isn't any less, that there is no fear that absenteeism is going to be more because these people are dedicated, loyal people. And, and even though they, they may occasionally miss one day more than someone else, there are others that miss less days than someone else. And overall, the absenteeism isn't any different than the average population you have. In fact, it's better for you because they're more loyal. You don't have recruitment fees you have to pay because they transfer to other jobs, other, other employers more frequently. So you save money. They're not disruptive to the workforce. You teach the workforce and train them, and they embrace these individuals, and they become part of the workforce every day. And it doesn't disrupt the workforce. In fact, it helps your people work better because they see how hard these people work and how committed they are, and it challenges others to do the same. And as far as cost to accommodate these people, there are plenty of resources out there. Now, but it doesn't cost as much as people think to accommodate people with disabilities to get them adaptive equipment and things they need. But there are resources out there to help provide for that. In fact, it's cheaper to employ someone with disabilities because of the support you get from the government and others. So for me, it's a good business practice, and, and we've learned that. And, and, again, we got over the fear. We, we, we learned what it was really about, what the real results are, and, and it's easy to embrace. It's not difficult to embrace. We definitely have to put you on the road, Dr. Milani. <laughs> we definitely have to put you on. Right. This is my nominee at every national conference. Don't you wish you'd hear this from every CEO? And you know what makes it so great hearing that passion in your voice? And you know what he means that he does. He really means it. My best story is one of his employees, Jamie Protho, with okay. a significant disability in a wheelchair who uses augmentative communication to speak who has been in Highmark now for, I'll bet, over three years, maybe more than that. It's probably more because time goes so fast to me. But he is a software developer. He's been promoted. He's doing great. Um, but if it weren't for Highmark, he, you know, no one wanted to give him a chance to hire him. And one day he went to the doctor, and while he was there, his wheelchair broke. And you know what he did? He called the Pittsburgh police and went back to Highmark on a stretcher. I'll never forget Dr. Milani's words to me. 
He said, you know, Joyce, our security guard has seen people leave in a stretcher, but they've never seen people coming in in a stretcher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and with that, we're going to go to break for a minute, and then we'll be right back with our new Freedom Initiative Award champion, Highmark, and their leader, Dr. Kenneth Milani, really a friend to all people with disabilities. You're listening to Disability Matters. America's Voice on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show, and happy Thanksgiving to all of my listeners. And I know I specifically am so thankful for this wonderful company, Highmark, that really made my dream come true. And today we have as our guest the CEO and President, Dr. Kenneth Milani. And Dr. Milani, we have a question for you from a Tony in New York. And the question is, Dr. Milani, congratulations on receiving this award. We're all very proud of you, as many of us have children with disabilities. My question is, what caused all of you to be so positive about the employment of people with disabilities, is it because you have a personal issue with disability or one of the other CEOs did? What caused this? Well, there are a couple of things. First of all, again, you know, Bill Lowry and Keith Katmeyer worked with you, and you came in 
as a friend of theirs and, and educated them and helped them to understand, and they embraced the issue very quickly. But uh, for me personally, and you know, Joyce, I've been involved working with children with disabilities for some time as uh, a member of the board of Variety of, of, of Pittsburgh, the children's charity. And we uh, raise funds to help support the needs of kids in our community who have disabilities. And so that's been my personal uh, sort of commitment. Not that I have a child of my own or any family member of my own, but being a physician, having grown up in the medical community and seeing the needs of families and, and kids who have a, a disability, it's always been a, a key focus of mine. So that naturally leads into, you know, children grow up, children become adults, and eventually they need to get into the workforce and be employed. Mm-hmm. And I saw that happening, and, and it was very simple for me to embrace this when I became CEO because of what Bill and Keith and you started. But as I said, my own personal experience, it was easy for me to understand how important it was for uh, young adults to get into the workforce and what it meant for them so that they could feel as though they were productive individuals, that they had a purpose in life, that they could have some level of independence, all those things that are necessary to lead a successful and, and, and long and happy life. And, and it's easy for me. So it came from that. And, you know, this variety, the children's charity, is, is really a wonderful organization that I also do volunteer work with and I'm on the board of. But I don't think there's any way you can describe what it's like unless you get involved with the organization and meet the children and see, here's an organization where there are children in line waiting, waiting to get a wheelchair, which just kills me every time I think about that. Um, and it, if I'm right, didn't Variety start right here in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, Variety started in Pittsburgh uh, It's about 75 years ago. Mm-hmm. And here we are now all around the world. That's another mm-hmm. great organization. Well, Dr. Milani, at Highmark, with your team, what what do you think impacted them the most, or what did you do to get them to carry on this mission to employ people with disabilities? And I'm asking you that for for other businesses listening to the show also. Well, a, a couple of things. First of all, you know, we get them to understand the mission of the organization and the values of the organization and the market we serve and the fact that our market is diverse. And to be successful, we need to be able to create products, services, capabilities that meet the diverse needs of our population, and that means we have to have people that reflect the population we serve. That's a fundamental principle under which we operate as a culture. Then we give them the tools, and we provide a lot of training and preparation for them to accept people from a diverse background and be an inclusive workforce. And specifically, we have a a, a department here called Corporate Workforce Initiatives, whose goal it is to to train and to prepare people to be an inclusive uh, workforce instead of an exclusive workforce. And we do that with our management staff, and we do that with work teams, and we really engage our employees uh, in the uh, activities that involve including people with disabilities in the workforce so that they can better understand what it is to have a disability, what it's like to be disabled, how you can meet the needs and work collaboratively with a person with a disability. And so it's an engagement of the employees, preparing them, training them, making them feel comfortable, engaging them in the process. So when someone with a disability is hired and brought into the company, it's easily accepted. It's like they're one of us, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's important. And then I think also, you know, again, getting the honors and getting the awards shows the employees that, you know, their initiatives are, are not going uh, unrewarded, that, that we're getting these awards from New Freedom Initiative Award, the Power of Work Award from Goodwill, 
Circle of Hope Award, the Joseph F. Mollich Jr. Award, uh, the Tony Quello Award. I mean, all the awards we've received as an organization, I think, you know, send a message to our employees that, you know, look what you've been able to achieve. Look what good you're doing, uh, uh, you know, by just carrying out your job. Uh, isn't it great? And uh, that's kind of what we've created. It's a, it's a culture and, and tools to be successful in this initiative. Yes, and I'm sure there will be more awards with the work that you're doing. And I just want to mention to all of the listeners, you know, if you're listening to this show, um, especially right here in the state of Pennsylvania, because I myself am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you know, it's so wonderful to know there's a company like this in Pennsylvania and, of course, in the United States. But keep in mind, it's because of this company that all these people with disabilities are employed in Pennsylvania. And Dr. Milani, last uh, a couple of weeks ago, Alan Fanica of the Pittsburgh Steelers was on my radio show because, you know, he too, like me, has epilepsy mm-hmm. and was talking about how, you know, look at him. Look at the jo- Look what he does. He's in the NFL and he has epilepsy, and yet, you know, people think that you can't even be an accountant when you have epilepsy. Right. And his message was just go forward, you know, don't let this, you know, affect you. But I want to say to all of you listeners, this is a great company. Remember, we need to start supporting the the corporations. There are 54 million Americans with disabilities. When you're making a decision, you need to support the companies that are employing people, not just talking about it. Too many people talk about it, but, you know, that's where it stops, where the rubber meets the road is employment. And, Dr. Milani, you do often talk about, you know, how you just think it's good for your business. For our listeners, which could be young people with disabilities, college students with disabilities, or adults seeking employment, um, it is so wonderful to have you know someone at your level on our show. Would you mind sharing with our listeners what are some of the work ethics that you see in people with disabilities? Yeah, let me let me just say, Joyce, that first of all, you know, we recognize that for a person with a disability, that you know, the job is very important to them. It, it's a sign of purpose. It's a sign of independence, and so they really cherish the job. And, and having said that. What that leads to are the things I talked about earlier, which are these people really tend to want to be very productive individuals and are very productive. They provide high-quality services when they work in the company. They really understand the issue of wanting to be on the job and not be absent from the job and do everything they can to be here on the job. So all the things that we want to see from our employees they are exemplary in that regard from productivity, quality, absenteeism. In addition, you know, it's the loyalty, it's the dedication, it's the commitment. It's, it's the perception that they have of the organization of the company and the way they articulate that to others, their commitment to Highmark. It's the fact that they're one of the most highly engaged uh, group of employees that we have. When we do our surveys, they're always the people that value the company higher than others they really believe it's a great place to work. I mean, that's what you want in your employees, and they exemplify all those things. So, you know, for me, uh, again, it's very important for us to understand that from a business perspective, we're not hiring people with disabilities because we feel sorry for them. We're hiring them because it's making our company better. and It's making us more successful. It's a great business principle. 
And see, that that is so awesome. That is just awesome. And it is the truth. You know, people with disabilities, they value work. They. I remember one time I introduced this new young employee uh, to Dr. Milani, and, and Dr. Milani barely got out of his mouth, you know, how do you, how do you like your job at Highmark before he's hearing, I love it, I love working here. And, you know, there are so many people like that. They value and how wonderful it is to have people working for you that, that still appreciate and value employment when, unfortunately, Many people have forgotten. And then we, you know, I give you a quote. We had an employee who did an interview recently in one of the newspapers in central Pennsylvania, the Central Penn Business Journal. And a quote from him, he said basically that he was proud to work for Heimwerk because, quote, there's a sense of welcoming that makes him feel like he's treated the same as everyone else and that he's included as part of a team, end of quote. So you know, that kind of summarizes it. It's not from me. It's from one of our employees who has a disability. Yeah. And that says it all right there. Because too many people with disabilities are hired and then they're put in some, you know, token position and sometimes isolated. Whereas at Highmark, believe me, these people are being promoted, they're getting moved up, they're involved in all kinds of events. And I can't begin to tell you how many of my employees, you know, know Dr. Milani and how he goes and talks to them. And I'm sorry to say that it's not like that at all companies in the United States. But it is like that at Highmark. It is a very welcoming, wonderful uh, company. As I said, when you're listening to the show, tell everyone you know about that because we've got to start. You know, we had an idea, Dr. Milani. We're going to have some national program TV on television, like an award ceremony. Mm-hmm. And we want to give the good award than the bad award. <laughs> <laughs> You would be getting the good award, Dr. Milani. I would hope so. Yes, yeah. Well, many many people, Dr. Milani, unfortunately think that people with disabilities can only work in areas that are not competitive, you know, in inferior areas. areas. And I was wondering if you could share with our listeners at Highmark some of the areas where people with disabilities work and the types of positions they work in. Yeah, I mean, here we employ people with disabilities, you know, throughout the organization, and just not in areas where they have you know, menial tasks that are required of them. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example. We have people that hold positions here in our healthcare informatics area, in accounting, uh, customer service, claims processing, our information technology areas, which includes you know, computer programming, business analysis, web development, technical writing, network operations, all those areas. So. They are literally throughout our organization right now working in many, many different departments. And uh, as I said, it's, it's been a great uh, benefit for us as, as a company. Uh, it, what's good about the people with disabilities is because they have to many times find a way to do problem solving and develop skills that are different and better than us without disabilities, it's that, it's that ability they have that helps others learn how to solve problems associated with everyday tasks even better, and, and they can actually solve tasks better in the company. So they have this, this, this inner skill that they have because of the challenges they faced in life that make them better than people without disabilities when it comes to solving problems. Yes, it just goes with the territory because you know you have to be a problem solver, just as you're saying. It, it goes with living with the disability that you have. And I want to also mention before I forget, that Highmark also is the first company that participated in the Elizabeth Project that Tony Quello and myself started. And this is for 
young people with intellectual disabilities, and the first company that joined was Highmark, and they have hired a young man, and he is working in a white-collar position at Highmark, doing extremely well. Uh, Justin is his name, and he is doing fantastic. So keep in mind, these are all areas that Highmark is working in, and they're working with people that are showing America that you should put ability first. And we're going to break right now. We'll be back to finish the show with, in my opinion, a civil rights leader and champion for all of us. Dr. Kenneth Milani, CEO of Highmark, will be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. At least 90% of sports success requires mental strength. And the greater the competitive level, the more critical it becomes to build that mental muscle. Tune into Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Your host, Jim Meyer, sports psychology coach, consultant, and author, offers practical, powerful, and positive mental game, tools, tips, and techniques. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental game with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and Free Your Mind. Open your heart and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show. And once again, I wish all of my listeners a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being so supportive. You have made this show one of the number one shows on Voice America, and it's because of your support, and I really appreciate it. And as I said, how timely that it would be Highmark that would be on this week, and I am so thankful for their support 
and for believing in me over 11 years ago and carrying it to an even higher level. Dr. Milani, thank you for all you have done for me. Thank you, Joyce. Now, Dr. Milani, I, I wanted to ask you a few last questions, and one that I wanted to talk about college students or young people with disabilities who are listening to the show today. Mm-hmm. You know, many of them out looking for employment, seeking employment, are always asking, even when I've been to national seminars, what do you think business leaders look for? What do you think are the traits that business leaders value the most in you know, new employees, you know, future leaders in their company. How would you answer that question? What What would you say? Sure. I, I think first and foremost for us, it's individuals. We have to be convinced that they embrace our mission, that they understand the mission of the organization, and they can embrace that mission. And then secondly, that they exhibit the values that are important to us, which for us is integrity, being dedicated to excellence, focusing on our customers, our employees, and our communities, and, and actually being ambassadors of the organization uh, outside the, the company. Those are critically important to us first and foremost. Then we begin to look at the skill sets of the individuals. And for people with disabilities, it's the same as it is for others. You know, you've, you've got to have some of the basic skill sets that uh, that are necessary to uh, to work on the job. Now, we understand that for people with disabilities, many times that means we have to provide them some sort of accommodation for them to be able to do that. But they are able to. And we understand there are abilities, and, and they have the same abilities that we would demand from others. And that's critically important to us. And then, uh, you know, last of all, for us, it's about being able to contribute to the organization from the standpoint of making sure we can provide value to our customers and that, uh, you know, we have uh, individuals who can contribute new ideas and uh, help us to do uh, new products, new services, new capabilities that uh, are important for us as an organization. But, again, you know, I would stress to young people with disabilities, you know, you're not, you don't want to be treated any differently when you go in for interviews and people are looking to hire you. You just need companies that understand what you need in order to adapt so that you can demonstrate your abilities and carry out your functions appropriately on the job and people who can embrace you as a team and allow you to be successful. You have the ability. That's what you have to demonstrate. And I think that is so important what Dr. Milani just stated. Again, no pity. No, no pity. You know, pity's like racism. It will just lead you down the road to unemployment. You know, you don't need pity. You have to be accountable. You have to be working at the same level, if not higher, than everyone else. Don't you agree with that? Absolutely, Joyce. Absolutely. And, and you want to be driven. You want to be motivated. You want to have a career path. You know, all those things are critically important. Yes, or or, or you can't move up. Absolutely. And it is so competitive today that you know that is just so absolutely critical um, to your success, Doctor Milani. A quick question here from Pennsylvania, from a Linda in Pennsylvania, and the question comes from. Lancaster, and her question is, Dr. Milani, I'm very familiar with Highmark and what you have done uh, from reading about your awards, hiring people with disabilities. I think that is wonderful. Just a quick question for you. Many young people with disabilities believe they can rely just on the government for their health care. What do you think about that in the future? Well, I, I think if we're all relying on the government for our health care, we're, we're in trouble. <laughs> I, I don't think we should ever be in a position where we rely on others for the things we need in life. And I think I think it's important to realize that the government is there as a safety net, but that we should all strive to be independent. 
and I think that's a challenge we all have. And, and so I would say for people with disabilities, you know, all of us will be at different levels of, of economic wherewithal and uh, those types of things. And so we, we should strive to want to be independent of the government, have a job, have a career, have an income, be able to buy things on our own. That's what we should all strive to be. And if we just simply say to people with disabilities, go rely on the government for all of your needs, we're doing a severe injustice to a large segment of our population that can contribute, uh, I think, uh, in a very, very successful fashion to uh, our economy and to the success of our corporations. And so I don't, I don't think that's the right attitude to have at all. I agree 100%. Because I tell people all the time, you can, do not rely on anyone in that fashion. You have to be independent. That's why you're in America. That's what we're all about in America, moving forward, doing this on your own. You know, unfortunately, with the situation right now, there was just a huge cut to Medicare for wheelchair users. So, you know, you can't have that mentality because you never know what's going to happen and you'll never move forward and be successful that way. I agree with you, Dr. Milani. So, Dr. Milani, in your background, since you've employed so many people with disabilities over the years, what specifically are you the most proud of? What am I most proud of? Mm -hmm. In our company? Well, first of all, I think I'm most proud of the people that work with us. (laughs) It's our employees. I'm most proud of our employees. I think we have a, a very loyal, a very dedicated, a very committed group of employees that believe in the mission. And our mission is to make sure everybody we serve has access to the health care services they need and that it's affordable, high quality. Everyone here, I think, is committed to that. And I'm just very proud of our, all of our employees, frankly. And I want to mention that uh, while Dr. Malloy is talking about all this, Highmark is so committed to these things. I mean, above and beyond anything I've done with them that they have a mission this year, the, the uh, High Five, is that correct? Is that how... Yeah, we have the Healthy High Five program where we put $100 million into a foundation mm-hmm. that will be used to improve the health and well-being of the children in our community uh, over the next five years. We really want to make a difference in the communities we serve and make sure that the kids that we have in our communities are prepared for the future. Uh, education is important and health is important. And we are really going to try to improve the health aspect of it so they can be better educated and can go on to be productive individuals for our community and have a successful long life. And, and Dr. Milani, congratulations on doing that. I mean, I think that is so phenomenal, what Highmark is doing. That, that is absolutely tremendous. And I know I've heard you speak before, and I know that many children today will possibly, if they don't make these changes in their health and nutrition, not live as long as their parents today because of all these problems with juvenile diabetes and everything that's happening. So I know that you are focusing on health, nutrition, self-esteem, independence, and you have done a lot focusing on uh, children with disabilities. Isn't that correct? Yes, we have. Yeah, in fact, the High Five Initiative is specifically around five specific things. It's, it's exercise and nutrition, which, which relates to the obesity issue we're seeing. As you said, it is an epidemic. And uh, if we don't address that, this generation of children will be the first generation that will live shorter lives than the generation before them. And that, that's frightening. That's just oh, incredible. That's terrible. But also it's about the children who uh, have lost someone in their life, so it's about grieving and for families and children, it's about self-esteem and it's about bullying. Those are the five issues in their high five. We've also supported, though, a lot of other initiatives in the community. We have a program in our Caring Foundation for children with special needs and their families to do care coordination 
for those uh, children who are currently in the health care system and have uh, special needs. And then, as I said also, we've contributed a lot to many of the uh, other not-for-profit organizations in town who are providing services to both adults and children, but specifically to children and families who have disabilities, like the variety, as I said before, and many others. Yes, I know. It is amazing what you've done in that area. Well, we want to thank you and Highmark. I appreciate so much of what you've done in so many areas. I mean, it is, in my opinion, you're going to see Highmark mentioned nonstop for how much they're doing and how far they're moving forward. And, Dr. Milani, once again, I congratulate you and Highmark on winning the New Freedom Initiative Award and you winning the Tony Quello Award and your leadership in this country. You know, on behalf of all Americans with disabilities, we thank you. Well, Joyce, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Well, what message do you want to leave with our listeners today, Dr. Milani? Well, just one simple message, that hiring people with disabilities isn't to be done for pity. It's a good business strategy, and you should all do it. Well, I hope you all, as I told you, I'm going to take you, we're going to take them out on the road. That's what we're going to do. Well, we, we always end every show with a quote from a very famous civil rights leader or CEO in the country, and it is today from Dr. Kenneth Milani, who said, hiring people with disabilities is the right thing to do because it makes such great business sense for Highmark. And at Highmark, that's what we're all about. Dr. Milani, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Joyce. You take care. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And to all of my listeners, I wish all of you a wonderful, healthy, happy Thanksgiving. See you next week. This is Joyce Bender. Disability does matter on voiceamerica.com. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.